0: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, greetings. Good afternoon to you.
3: Welcome to the, uh, what, this really crazy soupy day. Some wit on Facebook soupy. said. Soupy. I
4: wish it was soupy. Soupy means that it might be warm. It's freezing.
3: It is freezing. Someone on Facebook said that one of our listeners said it's a drizzle day. A drizzle? I like mm, that. Like miserable, but it's drizzle. We're six floors up here at 7 Parkway Center, and so we've got like this layer of encased fog surrounding us. Right. It looks beautiful, but it's a mess out there, and the roads are a mess as well, aren't they?
4: I saw nearly two accidents Mm -hmm. on uh, the Fort Duquesne Bridge as I was coming to work today. Yes. And it's just kind of crazy. But you know what? It, It doesn't matter because I have good news for you.
3: Oh, what is the good news?
4: The good news is your weekend
3: has begun. Ooh, yeah.
5: I feel good. I knew that I would I feel good.
3: Very nice. I knew that I would Five minutes past the four o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon.
5: So good. So good. I got to year.
3: All is right and well, at least in this corner of the world. Little James Brown a
4: dominating steeler victory last oh, night. Oh,
3: it goes beyond. Oh that. my gosh. Decimating.
4: I So, the game start. First off, I have a high school daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's going away for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So she said last night, "Mom, since I'm not going to be here this weekend, we have to watch our show." Oh,
3: no. And I said, "What show?" Ain't...
4: No, I knew what show because we're binging Designated Survivor. Oh. Which is a CBS show which has been picked up by Netflix. But there's a Steeler game on.
3: Some things trump that. With that, she, she wanted that mother-daughter time.
4: I was in a quandary because this daughter likes hockey, but really not football that
3: much. Mm.
6: And
4: I thought to myself, All right, what do here? Oh. All right, so I had to go with the. I had to go with the daughter. I had to. I had to go with the daughter because the good news is that I have a uh, DVR, and so yep. I was able to record it. And you know how I despise commercials. Sure, sure. When it comes to television, I just can't stand to watch them. So I thought that okay, this will, this will be. A good thing. So watch two episodes, two bingeable episodes of Designated Survivor.
3: Which is like an hour? Is it twenty six minutes? No, they're uh, probably
4: they're probably forty minutes each. So eighty oh, minutes of the horrible. show. I'll I i got to tell you by the end of the second, I'm getting sleepy. I haven't oh. even started the game yet, hmm. and I'm getting sleepy.
3: What time is this? 10-ish? Well,
4: no no well, she probably went to bed at ten. Okay. Right. So I started the game at ten o'clock.
3: Oh my god. What time I are you at?
4: Really late. But in the fourth quarter, I wasn't fully conscious nor aware
3: well most people who watched the game live weren't either because they had sort of like oh we got this baby we're moving on
4: so at 10 o'clock i'm alone my husband's been in bed for you know my husband gets up at four he's been yeah. in bed since quarter to nine my daughter's in bed it's me and the cat okay the other cat's in the basement because she's afraid of everything and i'm talking to myself i see the par- the carolina panthers go right down the field in their first drive and i think oh am i gonna have to suffer alone yeah The next thing I know, the Steelers scored two touchdowns in, like, 11 seconds. Right. That now I'm hooting and hollering, enjoy on my own again. Of course. Me and the cat. That's how it went the rest of the night. That's how it went. It was was
0: absolutely outstanding.
4: What a performance. Ben Roethlisberger, a perfect quarterback rating. Mm -hmm. Do you know that Ben Roethlisberger has more perfect quarterback ratings than any quarterback in NFL history?
3: No kidding. It's true. I think he has six. So Ben nah, is not be the old man, is he? Oh, man. still performing at a very high just, level.
4: And three cheers to the offensive line. Yes. Who, they were just magnificent. Mm-hmm. Or how about Great. James
3: Conner? He didn't get into the game until late.
4: And, no. But then he got going. Sure did. I missed the concussion thing. I heard about that this morning, and I, I think I was asleep when that happened. Yeah. Did he get hit?
3: I don't know. I was looking at my See, phone. Okay.
4: <laughs> Great. I was asleep when you were looking at your phone. Mike, do you know when James Conner got, uh, got injured?
7: No, absolutely not. I didn't watch the game last night. Oh. Okay, wait a
3: minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? What? You're a Browns fan now. Are you
7: talking no, about... absolutely not. I'm not a Browns fan, John. No way. Uh, no, we, we had a, we had company over last night, and I was... Company? A, uh, company. I was being... Oh, I, was, you... I was being a good host. Oh, that's
3: right. you had, you had out-of-town company. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, you have to... Yeah. Well, doesn't that out-of-town company understand you got to watch a Steeler game?
7: <sighs> well, I was kind of... In... <laughs> I love my Steelers. Yeah. But... This guy's pretty interesting. He just got off Broadway off uh, in from uh, from New York in uh, so I had well. to pick his brain about it. So he
3: doing that. like a little what? song and dance in yeah. the living room. Yeah. What,
7: so all yeah. of a sudden
4: it's like the Tony Awards at Mike's house.
3: People, yeah. people who need people. <laughs> the, all right, sorry. <laughs> what the heck? So you didn't watch the game. You I mean, watched it late.
4: I I mean, I appreciate you being a good friend and yet your commitment to Pittsburgh teams I believe I, I must call into question.
3: Yeah. Well, you're not you much can. better. I mean, you know, the loyalty to your daughter—that's true. Well, listen, thing.
4: at least I watched the game and just got sleepy at the end, but I finished.
3: Mike, do you have a DVR?
7: Unfortunately, I do not. Oh, um, see, that makes. However, it hard. nor I. Didn't. I have a YouTube app. Oh, oh great.
4: Well, You know what? You should go back and watch it this oh, weekend. Oh, definitely! Am. Because knowing how great it is, you're gonna love. You're gonna be able to look forward to it because you're gonna know it's a win and it's domination. And you're gonna see so many different people catch the ball. Well, you know, you know you're gonna be like, wait, who is that yeah. person? How Did many
3: we- games have we watched where it's been so angst-filled? You go, oh, this is horrific. What am I doing? Last night it was like, this is so easy. Why, why is not every game this simple?
4: It was awesome. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Mike Tomlin and all the Steelers. Kudos to it's them. A yes. really, yes. really yes. great, great win. Mm-hmm. All right. So in the on-deck circle, we have a a really cool organization i've never heard of ebenezer shepherding ministries of africa before How about that? but a husband and wife team are here and uh the wife is american the husband is ethiopian they've spawned a small army of children of their own <laughs> they and they're taking care of over a hundred ones that aren't theirs but in ones ethiopia. that they love in ethiopia
3: fabulous yeah so we look forward to this as well we'll take a quick break come back we got lots more ahead we're gonna go to the phones today as well you know we could have gone in, in a lot of different directions. But instead of the brutality and despair that has enveloped this country, and I don't have to fill you in on that, of course, we're going to go in a different direction. We're going to try to have as much fun today, as much levity as we possibly can. So stick around and be part of this little uh, Friday afternoon party. Back in a few. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy. You're on I Word FM. I. I knew
5: that I would not.
8: W.O.R.D.
2: The top five answers are on the board to this question. Name a common excuse or reason that people give for not believing the Bible.
0: That's Pastor James McDonald from Walk in the Word Radio.
2: my own source of truth
0: to read more about his answer download a free digital copy of god wrote a book pastor james clarifies the misconceptions that surround the infallibility reliability and historicity of the bible god wrote a book yours free now when you go to wordfm.com
3: book great experiences are meant to be shared how about the experience of a great night's sleep This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it, too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two MyPillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code WORD to start enjoying the best sleep of your life. Or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD.
9: Now that the pumpkins are almost gone, do you know what time it is? It's time to talk turkey. At the Springhouse in 84, we really do like to enjoy one holiday at a time. But our customers are calling now to talk about Thanksgiving turkeys. For 20 years, we've been selling fresh turkeys raised by a friend who is a big turkey farmer who really knows how to raise turkeys. I grew up on a farm where we raised, dressed, and sold turkeys, and I do feel we know what a good turkey should look like. First of all, it should be fresh. That's when it's at its very best quality, not frozen. It should be meaty and broad-breasted, and it should be cleaned to perfection. We're really fussy about selling only the best at the spring house, and we do believe our turkeys are the best. Call 228 333 now to order yours, and don't forget to order buns, casseroles, and most of all, pump Pies. Let us help you make your Thanksgiving really delicious.
1: How do you celebrate faith, family, and fun? How about on eight wheels? Word FM Skate Nights are coming to Neville Roller beginning Monday, December 3rd. Join host Kenny Woods every first Monday of the month and enjoy your favorite CCM hits with prizes and giveaways, 630 to 9 p.m. You could even win a free skate night for your family. Admission is $7. Skate rental, just three more. Details at SkateNRD.com. Word FM Skate Skate nights at Neville Roller Dome at skatenrd.com. We are
3: often excited because from time to time, people will come into the studio from far flung corners of the world. And today, Rachel and Argo join us. Rachel and Argo, your last names, please. Ayela. Ayela. Yeah. Well, welcome. Uh, you're here today in Pittsburgh, just a very short visit. You regularly live in Ethiopia. Although, uh, Rachel, you yourself are not Ethiopian, but Argo, you are. I just wanted to set up those parameters for our audience's sake. So welcome to
5: Word FM. Thank you. Thank you. you. Pleasure.
4: All right. So Rachel and Argo, before we hear about your
10: ministry, Mm -hmm. I guess the very first important question is how did you guys meet? So we met in Hungary at Bible College when I was about 14 or 15 years old. I had... um, been to Mexico and on a missions trip there uh, I felt called to be a missionary in Ethiopia specifically and um, that's how my pastor knew that about me and he said there's this Bible college in Hungary and it's on the mission field, so you should try that out. So I was like, okay. And when I got wow, so, there, so your goal to go to Ethiopia had to go through Hungary. Yeah, well, that's not an it expected. Was, no, path. and and he didn't. He yeah, that wasn't even. He just said because uh, Hungary's on the mission field and it's a smaller congregation there. Uh, he might direct you, and and since you want to go to Ethiopia, he might solidify that through the Bible college okay. there. So I was real excited. And um, and yeah, and then that's where I met my husband, Argo. And he was there as a refugee, actually, um, in Hungary originally. He had gone through Ukraine, um, went, he was trying to get to England. He, he never thought he'd be able to get to America ever. But he had rededicated his life in the refugee camp in Hungary went to Bible college where I was going, or where I was going to go, um, and spent two years there as a Bible college student. They asked him to be an intern for another year, and it was his last semester of being an intern and my first semester of Bible college that we had met. And we realized, (laughs) okay, (laughs) this is it. That's a
11: great story.
10: Wow.
4: So how did you, Argo, end up in Hungary? Talk about being a refugee.
5: Well, there was a war in Ethiopia, Ethiopia and Eritrea war, and there's a lot of um, uh, back story. And then I ran away from the country. I, there's no hope. There's no future. So I decided to go to the UK.
4: And how old were you?
5: Mid twenties. And I went to Ukraine first because somebody I know there and helped me to get the visa to go to Ukraine. From Ukraine, I went to uh, Hungary through smugglers. Took me one month to get from Ukraine to Hungary, wow. and I went to a refugee. I rededicate my life in a refugee. There was a missionary in a refugee camp uh, from a state. Goes there and I teach a Bible. And how long were you in the refugee camp? Uh, in the camp one year, and I rededicate my life in a refugee camp and get involved in the church. And God opened up the door for me to go to the Bible college and. I didn't, I didn't try to go to UK from that point on. God told me to go back to my country. I
3: see. So you were how old when you met Rachel and Argo?
10: I was 22.
3: I'm about yeah. 30. I see. So there was, though. I mean, there was clearly something, two people from far, far <laughs> from places who come together wanting to serve Jesus, and instead you find love as well. Yeah. I mean, that's a fabulous story. Yes, right. I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you've been together for how long as a couple?
10: 13 years now.
3: Wow. And tell us about the ministry, because now you're back in Ethiopia, mm-hmm. and in Ethiopia you have several orphanages where you're taking care of children. Rachel, yeah. tell us about that.
10: Yeah, so we have three children's homes. We like to call them children's homes because some are some are orphans, but there are some, um, for one reason or another, they're living with us because they're not able to get educated where they're from and their families are far away. Or a lot of our kids are actually from um, a tribe where they practice really harmful traditions where they should actually be killed, but they're not um, because their parents saved them and sent them to us. So, we have three different homes. One, our first home was Ebenezer Grace Children's Home, and we started that in um, January of 2010. Um, and then our second home is called Lantu's Home of Hidden Treasures, and that one was started in October of 2015. And our third home is called House of Hope, and we started that one in March or April of 2017, I believe. Yeah.
3: That's a lot of kids.
10: Yes, we have about 83 children.
5: Total, over three homes. Yes, in three different
10: homes. And do you have children of your own?
5: Five children. Okay. Very nice,
3: who we just met in the green room. (laughs) Very nice. So, then, Argo, talk about your own life. I mean, there you are uh, in Ethiopia trying to leave, and through a long circle and journey, you come back home again, and you're helping to serve the country that you once wanted to leave behind.
5: I'm living my opposite of my dream. So my, <laughs> my dream was I was going to go to the U.K. and live there. I didn't want to go back to Ethiopia. Halfway, God told me to go back to my country. He, he rescued me, and he changed my life, and he changed every thought I had in my mind. And he gave me a beautiful wife and amazing children and an amazing ministry. I would never thought I would have that kind of ministry. That's
3: pretty amazing. God is good.
4: How did you know?
5: that you needed to go back? God spoke to me and I went to Bible college and God changed my life inside out.
4: Did you hear a voice that told you that? Did you, was it just the kind of things coming together or?
5: He put the faith in me. So this through through when I was studying the Bible, so the Bible tells me tells to do right things. So that was the right thing to do, to mm-hmm. go back and study and, and do what God wants me to do in my life.
3: So talk to us about Ethiopia. My guess is people listening right now, if you said Ethiopia to the general population in the United States, they would come up blank. Mm-hmm. Ethiopia, clearly in Africa, but talk about where it is and what the country is like.
5: It's a beautiful country, I'll tell you this. I would rather not to be in anywhere else. I've been in Europe, some African country, and here in America, but I have a purpose in Ethiopia right now, so yes. I can fulfill that and it's a beautiful country people they're loving they're very hospitable and they love foreigners because they never had any um, one of the only countries never been colony, colonized only thing they know about the foreigners they brought the gospel to the, the country so they're very good respect for the foreigners wonderful
3: and Rachel what about you I mean there you are uh, um, now you have two loyalties in many ways uh, mm-hmm. as far as uh, countries are concerned. Mm-hmm. As an American living in Ethiopia, what's it like for you and especially as a believer? Talk about that and in, in the church in Ethiopia.
10: Yeah. Um, it's a dream come true for me. Uh, his, he said that it was the opposite of his dream when he was younger, and it was the fulfillment of my dream, actually, that I believe that God gave me when i was about 14 years old so um he's been growing ethiopia in my heart for a long time and um i love the people argo's right he's they're very hospitable um and very loving it's a very loving culture and there are muslims and orthodox and um pentecostal christian all different breeds there but everybody is very and especially where we live we're in hawassa so it's in the southern part of ethiopia and it's very docile very peaceful um, community that we live in talk about your children you have five of your own um how old are they addy is going to be 12 it's he's a boy adonijah uh he'll be 12 in january elias was 10 in may Genesis is going to be nine at the end of this month. Gracie was seven in June, and Stella will be six on Sunday.
4: Okay. So what's their world like that they're growing up in, in Ethiopia?
10: It's beautiful. It's, <laughs> the, it's, it's a very big pleasure of mine and such an honor that we get to raise our kids in a different country than America um, but they see both worlds of America and Ethiopia. Um, so my family lives in Indiana, and some of them live in Maine as well. Um, so we get to travel around a lot when we're here, and they see the fun parts of America, mm-hmm. of course. Um, but they also have the pure life of living in Ethiopia where, you know, it's we don't have all the –
11: Electronics. Electronics.
10: I mean, we we do have some games for them, but for the most part, they play outside, and um, there's not this. The culture in America is so, um, sadly, it's so. I don't know how to explain it. It's so Frantic. Deteriorated. You know, with the with everything that goes around in media and all that. So I feel very blessed that we get to raise our kids in a different culture where they can. Just be kids, really. Yeah.
11: Excellent.
5: Yeah. And we enjoy, and they have the privilege to serve with us, too. Yeah. So they go to the orphanage, and they change diapers, and they hug the children, and so they play with them. And Wonderful. It's a, it's a privilege for them to grow up um, knowing that, that they can serve and then they'd be in that kind of environment as yeah. well.
11: Fabulous.
3: Talk to us about Jesus because in america right every every culture claims jesus as their own and makes jesus their own creation in some way Mm -hmm. um rachel you especially i mean you know you can sort of straddle the line between how you see christendom here Mm -hmm. in the united states and what it's like in ethiopia is there a distinct difference
10: there are some similarities i would say um i feel that there are a lot of surface level Christians here but I do find that there are a lot of surface level Christians there as well Um, going through the motions of being a Christian and not really having that deep relationship with Jesus I think is in both worlds I would say that in Ethiopia it's it's more um, legalistic really in in living in that culture Um, I think that they you know, if you drink if you dance, if you Smoke or you do these things, then you're not going to heaven. So it's a. It, I think not every believer obviously believes that way in Ethiopia, but that's a very big. Um, yeah, I think that legalism is is very big over there. Where See. here, it's more liberalism that's over in this part of the world. So, yes. yeah.
3: But generally, would you say the gospel is 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 wanted, certainly it's needed in mm-hmm, Ethiopia, mm-hmm. but are people willing to listen to
5: the gospel, Argo? People that are, like as I say, Ethiopian, they are social people. Uh, they are not private people. So if you give them, they will receive it. In our generation, this generation, people that receive whatever you give them. So this if give Jesus, they receive it. We see that in our ministry as well. So with our staff, with our children, and we most of the things we can provide for these children and for the staff is Jesus. We don't have a lot of stuff, but we give them Jesus, and then they we see the change in their life, and that reflects on the government even like what we do right now. And so I'm like nobody, but the things what we're doing just very influential, and then that kind of speak to the government, to the people, the the, the the community where we live, and we. Kind of explain what is happening is because of Jesus. Uh, I would say Jesus is a conqueror. It's the line mm-hmm. of Judah. Wonderful. If we allow him, if we let him, he can do a lot. He'll be things free in our to life. go.
3: Yeah. What about the government? Um, is there permission to worship
5: freely in Ethiopia? Has been, but practically right now is more open. That we have a born again Christian, Christian uh, prime minister came to the position, and just recently, like six months ago and he is amazing the first uh government i would say or prime minister or president praising god from the pulpit wonderful we have never heard that kind of things in our country in history this is the first person he blesses god
3: ebenezer shepherding ministries of africa Uh, rachel and argo are with us so argo um take a moment would you please and, and talk to our audience when you these three orphanages or three I'm sorry children's homes that you have mm-hmm. people can be part of this if they would be willing to support in some way mm-hmm. what is the felt need and the work that you do there is important why
5: mm-hmm. well what we do how we do is like we there's a lot of children in on the street there's a lot of children have been abandoned every day we have limit resource to take care of those children and we hope people to be involved in this ministry, uh, praying. The most importantly to pray, and and the second, people that need to come and see, like the sender team, the churches, be involved and help helpless. There's a lot of children that being um, abandoned and, and and need help. So I would like to people to pray and be involved in the church to speak about helpless people, mm-hmm. and you know upcoming up, up sundays like orphans sunday so we have a video we can share and then selflessly we help with these children and we like to invite the church to see and take a look and how they can be involved with it. wonderful so if you'd like to see it's online
3: www.esmafrica.org that's esmafrica.org
4: all right so in closing um do you have support here in america do you, have, you said you have family here, Rachel? Yes, yes, okay. I have. Yeah, so talk family. about, do you have a network of people who support you, pray for you, and that sort of thing? Yeah,
10: um, well, of course, my family, They're and thankfully, they're all Christians, so they are a big support to me. Um, we have friends and um, family all over the states. We're actually right now on a 4,000-mile road trip that we've been on for the past month. And tomorrow we go back to Indiana. (laughs) So, um, And we've been visiting churches and raising awareness for the sponsorship program that we have um, for for the children that we are currently um, ministering to. So, yeah, on the website we have... We just direct people to that website, um, and then it's quite easy to figure out how to sponsor a child. We also have family sponsorships, and then you can also donate um, generally for things, for, yeah, general, just a one-time gift as well. So we just, yeah, covet your prayers for just the Lord to provide for everything that we need. Um, we have a lot of kids. We have a lot of staff. We have over 50 staff members that are all local Ethiopian um, men and women who are also serving along with us. We're providing them with an income to help us love on these kids. So
4: That website is esmafrica.org. That's esmafrica.org. Rachel Argo, thank you for being with us today.
5: You're welcome. So thank you for having us. Yes, thank you so much. God bless you.
1: Jen had a very busy day today, really busy. First, she dropped her kids off at daycare. Then she had a few minutes before yoga class for a coffee.
12: Small latte, please.
1: And then she saved a few lives.
0: Nurse, two units,
1: One, an injured child. Another, a cardiac patient. And then, a premature baby. All because Jen logged on to BloodScienceFoundation.org and made a financial donation.
12: There, done.
1: You see, local blood donors provide only about half of what is needed to treat patients. The other half has to be purchased and relies on financial donations from people like you. And Jen.
12: Ooh, cake pops.
1: So, what have you done today? To make a financial donation that saves lives, visit BloodScienceFoundation.org. Blood Science Foundation. Giving.
2: Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com.
6: Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed-rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply.
1: How do you celebrate faith, family, and fun? How about on eight wheels? Word FM Skate Nights are coming to Neville Roller Drone beginning Monday, December 3rd. Join host Kenny Woods every first Monday of the month and enjoy your favorite CCM hits with prizes and giveaways, 630 to 9 p.m. You could even win a free skate night for your family. Admission is $7. Skate rental, just three more. Details at skatenrd.com. Word FM skate nights at Neville Roller Drone at skatenrd.com.
0: Wendy's knows when it comes to fries, the more the better. Because people just can't get enough of their favorite hamburger sidekick. So for a limited time, Wendy's is giving you any size fry for just a dollar. That's a small, medium, even a large order of natural cut sea salted goodness for just a buck. Any size you like for the same little price. But a deal this good won't last long. So get any size fry for $1 from Wendy's today.
1: At participating Wendy's for a limited time, a la carte only, excludes top fries. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. If you're wondering how kids can be truly educated when God, Scripture, and prayer are removed from the classroom, well, wonder no more, because you have choices nearby, and you'll find them on the map at pittsburghchristianschools.net, pittsburghchristianschools.net. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Support the 1.6 million Americans living with these diseases. Get started at cctakesteps.org.
13: Any rain in the area will come to an end early on this evening. Remaining rather cloudy tonight, increasingly windy and colder, with a snow shower around late tonight, the low 23. Tomorrow, a morning flurry or two, otherwise windy and cold with clouds and sun. The high just 34. Low tomorrow night, 22. Partly sunny and chilly Sunday, high 42. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Nittle on 101.5 Word FM. Because I'm, I'm alone, if you feel.
3: Hey, thanks for joining us today on this it's really dismal Friday afternoon, but it is Friday.
4: And we're celebrating a Steeler win.
3: Yes, we are.
4: And it's also go to an art museum day.
3: Okay. Have you been to the International?
4: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, that was a rollicking response. Well,
3: okay. I mean, have you been to the International?
4: I have not been to the International.
3: Yeah, well, you should get there.
4: I mean, I feel badly about it. No, no, it's just, it has it's, just it's started. Too early. It just started. Right. Yeah. So stop your guilting.
3: I'm not. You're okay. telling me I'm saying – because I said okay. It was like not the appropriate well, response. because
4: you were supposed to say, wow, I love an art museum. Or you are supposed to say, wow, what a okay. great day. Or, well, yeah.
3: <laughs> okay. I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, what the heck?
4: All right. Um, your favorite art museum?
3: The favorite art museum?
4: You've traveled all over the place. I've
3: been uh, – I remember being uh, like in my 20s and going to the Louvre.
4: <gasps> I'd love to be able to say that.
3: And – the same day, no, the next day, I went to the Pompidou Center. Oh, what's that? It's sort of like the, um, it's sort of like MoMA.
4: Oh, it's a got modern,
3: it. it's a modern art. Got it. And so you know, you have this contrast, comparing contrast. Mm-hmm. You know, the Louvre, of course, is this everything storehouse classic, storehouse of incredible classic, and then. The Pompidou Center, it, it, I think the Pompidou Center is featured prominently on the cover of iRobot, the Alan Parsons, um, which I thought, oh, wow. that's, yeah. Wow,
4: okay, that's going back.
3: So I went, I went in there, and um, the Pompidou Center is sort of like macrame and kids in third grade art, and I thought, well, oh, I could do this. I, gotta, I should have a career as an artist. Just very odd stuff. But the Louvre, yes. absolutely fabulous.
4: Well, if you say the Louvre is your favorite art museum, I would – there's no, not a person on earth who's going to disagree with well, you. you could say okay. No, I would say that's a very, very good choice. Yes.
3: And, and you yourself?
4: Never been to the Louvre.
3: How about the MoMA? Have you been to MoMA?
4: Yes. Isn't
3: that beautiful? It is I, beautiful. I went bartended at MoMA. That's cool. Yeah. For who? Well, I was, you know, in New York working as a cater waiter. Oh, for it, somebody famous? No, it was you know it was some event and oh. they just you know they stuck the bartenders on you know how it, on the so, thing yeah so the the bar That's was a little, kind of did tilted. That,
4: did they give you vertigo? No, okay.
3: there. I stood there and drank all night.
4: I was hoping it'd be for somebody famous.
3: No, all it right. was just like some you know event, some opening or something I like that.
4: I mean, I like I like it. I don't love it. I love the Met.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I love I love how. I love everything about them. I love how it's set up. I love how it's arranged. I love getting from one section to another. I love how gigantic it is. I love the fact that it's on Central Park. Yeah. I love. It. I love the fact it's on Fifth Avenue. I love everything about it. But
3: well, here's the deal: you, you and I are like most people in that you walk into a museum, and you don't know a whole heck of a lot. No, right? You you know what you what appeals to you, right? And that's enough. But boy, it's here. fun to just kind of wander, and you know, and not. You went by yourself, didn't you? I did. That's the way to go over two days. Yeah, although you go with your husband. Yeah, right? I mean, it'd be you fun your...
4: to go with somebody else. So then you but... can
3: share and go. What yeah. do you see there? What do you think about yeah. that? How does that make you feel? Right, the emotional appeal.
4: Being by yourself in a place like that is really fun, simply so that you you know you have certain things that you want to see, and so and because the place is so enormous, yeah. you just have to make a beeline for those things and make the most of the hours that you have. Sure. You know, and I love I love the art museum here in Pittsburgh. I just, just it's how do you compare? I mean, it's just you the, don't. the size of the collection yeah. and the enormity of the building.
3: Plus, you've been to the Carnegie how many times? A and lot. so you sort of get used to, to the, the it. Carnegie it's kind of like home, lot. Right? right. Yeah, which is fabulous.
4: Yeah, so there's some familiarity. So kind of the Carnegie feels like home. Right. But going to the Met, and, and I'm sure going to the Louvre is another step above that. Oh my
3: gosh. Just fabulous. Just really wonderful.
4: I'd love to go to a museum in St.
3: Petersburg. Oh. Oh. That's
4: something I've wanted to do since I was in high school.
3: Just wander mm-hmm. and look at the the ancient classics. I mean, can
4: you imagine what that's like?
3: No, I can't. No, I've never been there. I love Russian art. I oh, love so,
4: Russian writing. I love
3: Russian music. So, wait, so today is go to an art museum day. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm.
4: So I think we should celebrate it by going to an art museum.
3: Mm, you're, no, you're, you're not. Yeah, you're, I'm busy. you're, you're busy. Oh, I'm actually busy tonight. Right.
4: Oh, I can't go. Will you go to an art museum tonight?
3: No, I'm going to go home. Actually, I'm going to be home. I'm going to be home alone tonight. Are you? Yeah. My wife's going to a woman's event for the weekend, and uh, the son who's at home is elsewhere. So I'm like going home to wow, uh, you know, to two dogs. Have
4: some popcorn and knock it out. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Do you like being home alone? Yes, always.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean I love my family, but whenever they go oh, yeah. away, I'm like,
4: woo, yeah,
3: oh yeah. I'm sitting mm-hmm. on the couch here. Oh yeah, I'm by-
4: getting, it, I'm getting in pajamas.
3: No one's saying, hey, Dad. No one's saying, hey, what's going on, Mister.
4: Hey, speaking of getting into things and out of things, yes. um, there's a video on Facebook that we posted this afternoon, simply... <laughs>
3: it's ridiculous is what it is. It
4: is absolutely ridiculous. If today's the first day that you're wearing a, a garment, like a sweater, a jacket, or something that has been you know, put in a box all summer, and this is the first time you've pulled it out, I think you should watch this video. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm doing that, and I found something really unappealing. In one of my pockets. No,
3: actually, it wasn't that bad. Oh, I thought it was really I bad. I mean, given, you know, if, if the situation was dire and you had to, you know. Survive? Had to use that, then you, you would have done it. Well, like if there was an apocalypse. Well, no. I mean, you just kind of like, you know, like stuck on the road. Like, remember?
4: Oh, yeah, when when there was black ice. Yeah. If you were trying to get to Oakland. and right. You were, right.
3: And you're looking around going, jeez, I've been in this, you know, I've been stuck here for a couple hours. Wish I had a little something. And then there it was. You go, I don't think I, oh, I think would. I don't would. think I would. No, oh, I, would do it I don't think I would. Mike, really?
4: would you? Would you eat what I had in my pocket? Yeah, I would. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you. laughs>
3: It's, of course you would. Yeah.
4: Come on. Do you have no standards? That's disgusting. It was no, still no. covered
3: up. It no. was fine. Yeah, the wrapper's no, on it.
4: That's sick. Mm-mm. That's wrong. I'm sure it tastes great. Mm. And it doesn't. I'm sure it can't. <sighs>
3: so check out Kath.
4: Find she's, us on uh, Facebook. She's all
3: spiffed up. Where are you headed to tonight? Uh,
4: yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to be emceeing the Harvest Jubilation for the Kenya Christian Education Partnership at the 12 Oaks Mansion in Mars. That's awful. Uh, it is. I love KCEP. As we call it, because it's a lot easier than saying all of that. Ketchup. <laughs> Ksep. K-sep. K-sep. Yeah. Sounds like Bishop you know. Campicho will be there. Janet Helms and uh, Mary Sisek, and all the people who make that organization run. It's a Wonderful thing that they do for uh, young people in Kenya, and I can't wait to be there. Tonight. Very
3: nice. You're, you're the uh, hostess with the most. I am right? the hostess. Excellent. I will do my best. Hmm. Hey. Um, let's uh, let's look and take a look at some of these questions.
4: Questions. Yeah. Uh, how about what, you the- mean the Friday feature?
3: Yeah what's the best way to spend a rainy weekend because it looks like we're just jumping
4: right into the feature i think so i mean this is this is a brand new feature you would think that you'd give us a minute to like set it up or like play, yeah, you know I'm play trumpets to... or something
3: mike's got nothing All right. <laughs> there you go no. so you know this
4: is our brand new friday feature it's called
3: you. table topics table topics
4: pew, pew. So, yeah there you
3: go very nice mike that you sold pew, up brother pew. That's high-end radio right there, yeah. my friend. That is really nice. So
4: we're doing it in outer space, apparently. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. So we're, we've got topics, you know, questions that it comes in a little, you know, box and you're supposed to sit around and enjoy conversation with each other.
4: Right. It's a way, for, just it's way it. for people like us to get to know each other better. Perhaps find out things you didn't want to know. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a possibility. We
3: know each other pretty well. Pretty well. Mm-hmm. Right? But there's always room for surprises. <laughs> right
4: <laughs> and some disturbing ones at yes, that. yes
3: i'm sure there are mm-hmm. um uh, do you want to go into this or no well yeah okay for sure okay i'm excited Should you can i ask you a question and ask you and mike a question
4: I've, i think it'd be a good time mike do you feel okay about that okay depends on what the question is but okay. sure okay
3: well you can't like plead the fifth or anything like All that right. okay so here's a question when you were young mm-hmm. what did you want to be when you grow up well that's easy
4: oh uh, what well
7: mike said that was easy really Okay. Okay.
3: Mike, you go me? first. I, I go teasing? first. All right. Yeah.
7: A hockey player, a professional oh, hockey player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely what, for sure. Were, were you? You probably
3: were too young for Gretzky, weren't you?
7: No, I wasn't too young for okay. Gretzky. I was. I was watching him in 1991. Yeah. I started watching him in Lemieux in 91 because
3: mm-hmm. Gretzky. I mean, to me, before Lemieux, there was Gretzky. Right. And. When you saw Gretzky, I mean, holy smokes, because before yeah. that, it was kind of like Gordy Howe, which right. was before us. Yeah. And so then when Gretzky came on the scene, the great one, and it was a well-deserved uh, title, yeah. I mean, he revolutionized hockey. He sure so did. So you could see as a young kid, people want, you know, kids want to be Gretzky, and then, oh, miracle of miracles, Mario arrives on the scene. Yeah. So you sort of hold Mario in the same esteem that I hold Clemente.
7: Yes, definitely, right? for sure.
3: You know, the, the, I mean,
7: he saved Pittsburgh hockey.
4: Right. He's on a standard there.
3: That's, he
7: saved it twice. Yes, yeah. he did.
4: Mm-hmm. He actually saved it three times, mm. if you think about it. Yeah, he The did. first yeah. time when he was a player, the second time when he was the owner, mm. and the third time when he built the paint.
3: Yeah, yeah, he did. Nice job. Okay, so you wanted to be a hockey player. Kath, uh, did you?
4: Yeah, I wanted to be Patty Burns.
3: <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. How old do you think you were?
4: Oh, little. I mean, Patty Burns wasn't even on past, I bet, when I was in sixth Fifth or sixth grade. Oh. So I was a little girl when I wanted to be Patty. So Grant. were you watching
3: like Patty and Daddy?
4: No, I remember her on the Six O'clock News with mm. Ray Tannehill, I yeah, think. yeah, Ray Tannehill. Yeah, and then because I was in school I, when she was on. Oh, with Patty you know, and Daddy. Right. I remember seeing you know, maybe a couple times in a summer, but yeah, I remember her on the Six O'clock News. Nice. I loved her. I thought she was.
3: She died so young, didn't she?
4: <laughs> and there she was yes, with her red was. nail polish. She had it together. She surely did. Loved her. Yeah, she, would, she did die much too young. Mm-hmm.
3: Remember um who was uh who was before Patty Burns on the news? Marie Tori.
4: No, that was that was before my time. Oh, I don't remember Marie anyone Torrey. before oh, Patty really? Burns.
3: Oh, really? I remember Marie Tori was this really sort of erudite. She, to me she was the the you know the serious serious person in the room. Mm. Marie Tori was fabulous.
4: Okay. Did How you about, like Patty?
3: Oh, yeah, sure. I was a fan. Okay. Um
4: it's I mean it's I think it's about time for us to ask you the question when you were young, John.
3: what did I want to be mm-hmm. What I wanted to be was an air, uh, an airplane pilot. I remember nice. going to the library and getting out flight manuals. I was like you know ten and thinking I'm going to read this and try to understand what it is to fly an airplane, which of course I've never flown i but for a long time no,
9: what, what so what where did that well come because from? it
3: was fueled by the space program I'm sure because all those guys who were astronauts you know started out as pilots we went to the Heinz uh, Center John Heinz History Center and they talked about Neil Armstrong Neil Armstrong had his license his pilot license before he, before he had his driver's license right which is a pretty amazing thing mm-hmm. yeah so the idea of flying an airplane uh, just greatly appealed to me I like it. Yeah, but of All course, right. you know, there's a lot So, love. hockey
4: player, Patty Burns, and an airline pilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you often go to the airport just to watch the oh, airplanes yeah. land? Yeah. That's
3: so therapeutic. I love that. I mean, you can still do that, although the flights yeah, are few and far same, between. Right. No. But remember, I remember sitting there, you know, on the hood of my parents' car, and you know, those things fly over your head that you could almost touch, and they were so close. It was scary, beautiful.
4: Oh, yeah, it was scary.
3: Yeah. Emphasis on
4: scary. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right, we need to step away. Okay. When we come back, we're going to continue our Friday feature. More table topics next.
7: One hundred
9: one point five W O R D
2: playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends with the best new music.
12: New? New? new music.
2: new music from Jeremy Camp. My Defender. You're
12: my defender.
2: Nobody loves me like you. By Chris Tomlin. Nobody loves me like you. Born Again, new from Austin French. I'm born again,
14: born again. By the water I'm clean?
2: The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD
1: on the weekend.
6: You're a good mom. You've tried every parenting tip in the book, but nothing seems to stick. Your child is smart, but just can't sit still and focus. Or maybe you know that something is just off if your child just can't do things you think he should be able to there is a reason brain balance can help for over 10 years the brain balance program has helped kids just like yours this customized program doesn't just mask your child's issues but gets to the root of the problem if your child is not making friends is disruptive in school or life just seems a lot harder than it needs to be it's not that he's not trying he just can't change what he can't control. The Brain Balance program can help. If you feel your child falling further and further behind in school, don't wait. Call your local center today and find out how Brain Balance can build the strong foundation your child needs for a brighter future. Visit BrainBalance.com for the center nearest you.
1: Switchfoot, the Native Tongue Tour, coming to you live February 27th at 8 p.m. Carnegie Music Hall of Homestead with special guests, Colony House and Tyson Motzenbacher. Switchfoot, playing songs from their amazing new album, Native Tongue, out January 18th. Receive seat tickets are on sale now at LibraryMusicHall.com or by calling 1-877-4-FLY-TIX. Switchfoot, produced by Trusty Entertainment.
9: A trip to Fun for All Family Fun Park always has our family like.
1: Now that they've decked their thirty-six holes of award-winning miniature golf and holiday lights, they got us all thinking. Everything
9: is cool at Christmas time. Fun for All's holiday lights mini golf runs from November sixteenth to January second, with a portion of the proceeds benefiting Highmark's Caring Place.
2: For more information, visit funforallcom
1: backslash holiday lights and experience the holiday tradition that'll have you singing.
8: The the
2: Laurelville Camp and Retreat Center presents fall 600 glorious acres of turning leaves quiet trails and spectacular views of the laurel highlands for 75 years believers have come to laurelville to refresh renew and recharge to experience their signature hospitality from single-family cabins to hotel style lodging for groups up to 450 all in nearby mount pleasant pa and with seven springs just 30 minutes away now's a great time to book that winter ski retreat experience fall and retreat your way at laurelville.org hi
3: Hey, welcome back. Uh, We're doing a new feature here. And the feature is called Table Talk, right? Table Topics. Table Topic. It's too bad.
4: John doesn't know the name of the Friday Uh, feature.
3: I missed that meeting. Yeah. Table Topic. It's right on the piece of paper there in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) That's too busy. (laughs) I understand. Okay. All right. right. Okay. So here's here's the question. When you were a kid, what was your favorite meal? What was your favorite? When you came home from school, or how about this? When you were a kid, for your birthday, did you get like to choose your favorite meal?
6: Uh-huh.
3: Did you have anything like that?
4: Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I got it.
3: Okay. Mike, you got something? Your favorite childhood meal. Oh, If you, hey, you want to join us, we've got a few minutes. 800-320-8255. Mm-hmm. 800-320-8255. What was your favorite childhood meal? You can't say Chef Boyardee. I got something, you know, similar to that. Kind of. Okay. So do I.
4: Okay. So do I. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's bad. Oh, see,
4: no, That's it's bad. bad. It's great. That's bad. All right. Favorite so, childhood. meal. Okay, so I have the birthday meal that I always asked for. Yeah, yeah. Which was had to it had to take place on a grill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. It was pork tenderloin.
3: Oh.
4: Grilled pork tenderloin with kobasi, also grilled. Yeah. And f- fresh pineapple.
3: Oh, that sounds great!
4: I had that for years. I love that. That is the most delicious wow. combination. That sounds really good. However, if it was a Friday night, yeah, okay, and especially if I was sick. I don't mean sick like with the stomach, you know. I mean like if I had a cold or I was homesick, you know. I needed yeah. something comforting. Yeah, it was always the hungry man tv dinner. Oh
15: yeah. Tomato oh,
4: meatloaf oh, yeah. tomato yeah. meatloaf flavor.
3: Oh. <laughs> with the brownie on
4: the side? Yes. Oh, no. Nice. No, vanilla no. Brownie. It was vanilla pudding. Vanilla mm. pudding. It was vanilla pudding and green beans and I forget what was on the other side to be honest with you. Mm.
3: But the, do they still make Hungry Man? I don't know.
4: Yeah. Do they, they think do. so. Yes. Huh. Oh, yeah, I bet that I bet they taste awful.
3: No, I bet you they taste great. I, I'd eat one today. Would you? Oh, in a heartbeat. Me too.
7: Okay, Mike. Yeah, yeah. SpaghettiOs. <laughs>
3: uh huh. Uh oh. Oh god. With or without the meatballs? Oh, meatballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best part. You're living large, Mike. Heck yeah. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite childhood meal with a bowl of spaghetti. Okay, John. Um, my mom used to, <laughs> used to make um, lechoy chop suey.
4: Oh, would that come in the blue box?
3: Yeah you know it comes in a little can oh
4: a can okay yeah
3: you know I, I guess you put pork in there and then you know you have the noodles and the crispy i thought i thought i cannot believe we are eating this this is so sort of like exotic yes we're eating chop suey that was my birthday meal but i could not <laughs> i love that so much makes, what, oh, the Choy makes what's so the Choy makes
4: chinese sad. food
3: sing american Right. You could never say that today.
4: Right, we're talking about Chinese food. Why are we singing America?
3: Because you know, it's God bless America. No, I loved. I loved. Uh, have you ever had chop suey like at a Chinese restaurant? No, I never. I have. don't know if they even because, sell it.
4: Well, it's not even a Chinese anything. didn't it's, matter. They made it up for Americans. My aunt, aunt Louise would take that. us
3: to a Chinese restaurant <laughs> in Wilkinsburg, of all places, and we would get chop suey. What I, is again, chop? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But I thought she it was. It. I could not believe it. I eat chop suey. Right now, I'd be happy to have some chop okay, suey. Okay, this is
4: sick. So you picked spaghettios, mm-hmm. you picked chop lachoy chop suey, and I picked the hungry man meatloaf thing. Except on my birthday, yeah. when I went for like actual food.
3: And there's, you know, like our moms, you know, like making homemade food. <laughs> you know, t- trying their best to give us, you know, nutrition with something right. And there we are eating this, you know, box pre stuff.
7: That's really
6: sad. It is
3: sad. Mm. All right. Hey, stick around. We got lots more ahead. Though. We're just kind of hanging out, talking. If you want to join the conversation, <laughs> you're welcome awful. as well.
6: It really it's is.
7: Awful. <laughs> I feel like it's like an '80s, uh, like a sitcom. Like it does sound. 80s. It
4: sounds like this is like as one day at a time is ending. we yeah. are playing this song.
3: Mm. Back in a few minutes.
1: Great faith, family, and fun? How about on eight wheels? Word FM Skate Nights are coming to Neville Rollerdrome beginning Monday, December 3rd. Join host Kenny Woods every first Monday of the month and enjoy your favorite CCM hits with prizes and giveaways 6.30 to 9 p.m. You could even win a free skate night for your family. Admission is $7. Skate rental, just three more. Details at skatenrd.com. Word FM Skate Nights at Neville Dome at SkateNRD.com. Is your car ready
3: for winter? get the jump on jack frost extreme car and truck in bridgeville has everything you need to protect against the elements inside and out from spray on bed liners to rust proofing weather tech floor liners to extreme detailing and now through november 15th get up to 50 bucks off remote starters during their preseason sale while supplies last extreme car and truck in bridgeville 40 years for the extreme
1: in all of us at extremetruck.net. Five years ago, a National Barna poll discovered that 77% of evangelicals believe we're now living in the end times as described by the Bible. But how can we really know? Don't miss the most comprehensive, in-depth, prophetic end time seminar anywhere. You'll be amazed at how much information God's Word provides. This all-day end time seminar is Saturday, November 10th at Christ Church at Grove Farm. To learn more, go to endtimeseminar.com. That's endtimeseminar.com. Com. How does Trinity Christian School's classical approach prepare students for college? With SAT scores more than 200 points above the national average and a solid biblical understanding of all subjects, all for an exceptional value compared to other private schools? Find out at their campus-wide all-grade showcase November 13th at 7 p.m. Hear from the headmaster, teachers, students, and parents of one of the top 10 K-12 schools in Allegheny County, Trinity Christian School, 412-242-8886.
12: One thing's for certain, just about every night at this time, I'm right here fixing dinner for the family. Tonight, it's the Choi Chicken Chow Mein. Sometimes it's beef or shrimp or pepper oriental. Heat the meat and gravy from the top can and add the crisp oriental vegetables from the bottom can. That's it. Serve it with the Choi Chow Main noodles or rice and the Choi soy sauce. Just think of it. not Choi makes Chinese food.
4: Swing America! Oh,
3: it's Swing America! Oh, I thought it's Sing so America! So did I. Uh, the, the little cans—that's what I thought. Oh, that's—it's incredible! It's a miracle. So we're looking <laughs> at—we're looking at, we're looking at cho- uh, chop suey during the break. Apparently, it's just leftovers, leftover stuff, mostly vegetables
4: so i think we all knew this but it's not actual chinese cuisine it was made by chinese americans for americans right we went to china and asked for chop suey they wouldn't have any
3: no not at all they look at us what are you nuts and apparently it's a you know it's a dish that's been prominent all over the world american chinese filipino canadian chinese german chinese
4: okay so
7: so it's got to be good mike have you had
3: it it's good it's very good
7: no i never had it It it's it never sounded appealing to me, right? Really? I
3: agree. It's my birthday meal. I'm so sorry. Sake. We don't mean to denigrate that. <laughs> no,
7: that's, that's so kidding sad me. It's not sad. What are you? I'm sorry. That is so sad. You're gonna have chop suey for your birthday, <laughs> and that's like a, a favorite meal for you. That's you... so sad. That's I'm not sorry. sad at all. It's not like pizza or right? like it. What? Like what most? My. It, it was exotic. It was exotic.
3: I was already an international traveler. in my, in that my, well, in poor my mother. mind.
4: Now, what? listen, Mike, you were the one who picked SpaghettiOs, so I'd pipe down on Who are
7: you, man? SpaghettiOs is a lot better than Chop Suey. Oh, my God. I oh. think
4: they're pretty much on the same level. No, You're not no, American no. If,
7: you don't, if, you pick cho- if you don't pick Chop Suey. Uh, SpaghettiOs? SpaghettiOs no, no, no. Chop no, Suey. No.
4: SpaghettiOs always. From the moment I tasted them, I thought they were disgusting. No, no, they're what?
3: excellent. Yeah, from the moment I tasted no, them. No, no, you put oh, some yeah. Parmesan cheese on there, stir that baby up. That's good stuff. That is not good. Chef Boyardee, I saw that in the... In the um, grocery store the other day i thought i'm gonna buy me some so i did i bought some chef boyardee raviolis and i i
4: hate to sound snooty and i know i will when i say this but
3: oh, here it comes look oh.
4: at the ingredient list Who i mean cares? what is
3: in those Listen, it's Come a on. cheap meal that's quick that's What's... what most guys want and need exactly
4: It's a good point when i met my husband he was having dinty more stew every
9: night sharing the word that changes the world 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group.
2: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Fatalities are being reported in that fire in Northern California that's leveled the town of
0: Paradise. It's still pretty hard to, to assess. We, we know that there was a lot of movement of people trying to get out of, uh, out of the Paradise area yesterday. We, we know there
1: are fatalities, but, but we really can't put a number on it quite yet.
2: The blaze near the town of Paradise has grown to nearly 110 square miles, and investigators found the dead in vehicles that were torched by the flames. Meanwhile, in Southern California, a fire jumped Route 101 into the Santa Monica Mountains there. Woolsey Fire Incident Commander David Richardson says the blaze is a dangerous one.
0: We have a column of smoke behind the air. The cell continues to burn in Ventura County, and we have some ominous uh, uh, columns of smoke over the Santa Monica Mountains. Fire
2: conditions remain severe with high winds and low humidity throughout the state. On Wall Street, the Dow by 201 points. This is SRN News. The ride home with John and Kathy,
1: driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life.
0: That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials, Your price could vary depending on your health-issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Hey, just ask your delivery guy. Or the guy who built your delivery guy's house. Or the guy who laid the highway for the guy who built your delivery guy's house. Ford commercial vehicles can handle the job. During commercial vehicle season, save on transit, Transit Connect, E-Series, Super Duty, and Medium Duty trucks. Ford trucks and vans. Year after year, America's best-selling line of commercial vehicles, because they're built Ford tough. Claim based on IHS market calendar year 1985 through 2017. U.S. tip registrations excluding registrations to individual Sears dealer for details. We've been in
1: business since 2001. Greg Hybert, independent local owner of Sears Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning.
6: We care about our customer satisfaction. We're actually a local company. It's a franchise-owned, which is my family, the hybrid family. And just recently, we were rewarded third in the nation
1: in customer service. If you have an issue, we want to hear about it. We want to know if something happened because we want to take care of it. We're going to get your home as clean as we can. Call 412-821-5200. Satisfaction guaranteed. 412-821-5200. This is Mark Helgerman of Trinity Jewelers. Like you, my family and I love uplifting music that honors and glorifies. God. It's played a big part in our personal walk of faith. That's why I'm pleased to be a major sponsor of the music here on Word FM. Tune in for the best of today's Christian music. Saturdays from 12 to 10 and Sundays noon to 6. You can also register for our weekly Christian music CD giveaway. Just stop by our store on Ebo Road during business hours. No purchase necessary. Hope to see you soon. How do you celebrate faith, family, and fun? How about on eight wheels? Word FM Skate Nights are coming to Neville Roller Drome, beginning Monday, December 3rd. Join host Kenny Woods every first Monday of the month, and enjoy your favorite CCM hits with prizes and giveaways, 6.30 to 9 p.m. You could even win a free skate night for your family. Admission is $7. Skate rental, just three more. Details at SkateNRD.com. Word FM Skate Nights at Neville Roller Drome at SkateNRD.com.
13: Any rain in the area will come to an end early on this evening, remaining rather cloudy tonight, increasingly windy and colder with a snow shower around late tonight, the low 23. Tomorrow, a morning flurry or two, otherwise windy and cold with clouds and sun, the high just 34. Low tomorrow night, 22. Partly sunny and chilly Sunday, high 42. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Danielle Nittle on 101.5 Word FM.
0: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good
3: afternoon, greetings. Thanks for coming along today. Happy to be with you. This it's really horrible outside right now, but it promises to get better as the weekend goes on. Kath, uh, how are you today? You look very nice today. You're very dressed.
4: Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to look nicer. This is my office outfit. Oh. I have a nicer outfit. What? To
3: put on because there's a, there's I'm going to. Another a level? A,
4: well, I this is just the honest truth about who I am. Okay. I spill stuff on myself all the time. Mm-hmm. So when I have to do an event, like I have to do this evening, and I'm anxious to do this evening, I always keep my jacket, like my actual clothes, in the car. So, so that, you're going to
3: change in the car. So
4: I'll change. I mean, I have I have pants on and I have yeah. a, a white the blouse on. Molds. But but the outside stuff I'm not putting on until the moment no, no, I no. walk in there. Because but, you people know what I'm like. Oh,
3: listen, don't you?
4: I mean, look at what I had in my pocket today.
3: Yeah. So there's a Facebook video and Kath came in. She was looking great. She's wearing a sweater. <laughs> hey, this is John Hall of Fashion Rules. So check out Kath mm-hmm. on our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy on Facebook mm-hmm. and uh, doing a little uh, sort of changing the wardrobe around for the Right. Seasons. You know,
4: it's the first time I've worn the sweater this year. It hasn't right. been that cold. No, no. So I pulled this out this morning because I was so cold. I thought I need a scarf. I need to do the whole thing. Yeah. And when I got to work, I put my hands in my pockets because it's so cold here. There's something in my pocket. Oh yeah, it's been there
3: for I don't know five months, six months. It's been around a while. But here's the here's the truth. Mike and I have both agreed that we would eat, have eaten it. That's
7: <laughs> definitely.
3: I mean, it's fine. Hey, speaking of that, and the office, uh, we've not talked about this on air. We've had a mouse here in the Word FM studios. We have, mm-hmm. and it's been you know you know anybody who works in an office, you leave like a little you know few. I like I got a box of Triscuits in my office right, right. now. What did you have?
4: Well. What did I have? Yeah. Let's see. I had several coconut snacks.
7: You oh, know, it's this oh, yeah. new like
4: health food type of thing where mm-hmm. it's like shaved coconut and it comes in different flavors. I had several of those bags, and I came in one day, opened up my drawer where my snacks are, and the bag had like exploded overnight. Yeesh. And I thought, Yeesh. did I open that? I don't think I opened that. It's weird. Maybe there's something wrong with the bag. I didn't even think anything of it, so I just kind of cleaned it up and put it down. So like three days later, I opened up the same drawer. There's a whole other coconut bag (laughs) totally destroyed.
3: (laughs) Did you know then it was a mouse? No, because I
4: thought, what am I like eating without noticing? What's happening?
3: Zombie snacking.
4: Uh, So then I I cleaned out the drawer and
3: then... I saw the mouse droppings, oh. and I said,
4: wait just a minute. It's not a bad memory I have. Yeah, yeah. It's the fact it's that mouse. there's a rodent.
3: Okay. So then your office is next to Classic Mike's office, mm-hmm. and apparently Mike had, he, like, he had like a, I don't know, some kind of bread or something. You
4: know? What's he doing keeping bread in there? <laughs> <laughs> is Classic Mike like some kind of hoarder?
3: I don't know. There's You know, like a little sandwich shop in Classic Mike's office. So then our engineer, our chief engineer, this is a guy who's paid to keep 50,000 watts on the air. So all of a sudden he's been assigned the job of rodent infestation killer.
4: I felt fine asking.
3: He had to go out there and get some mice traps.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: New Mike or Classic Mike comes in today. Opens up his office door, looks over at the mouse trap, sees a tail, knows immediately the mouse has met its demise. Mm-hmm. Which is sad.
4: Now was it was it the I mean when I buy mouse traps because you know I'm an animal lover. I get the ones where like the the mouse lives in there, and then we walk it down the street. And, yeah, like, I, th- release I it thought that that's woods. what was going to yeah, happen. Don't you, don't you have cats? Yeah, they don't. Um, not if listen, if I if my cat ever saw that mouse at, in my house, yeah, it would be so devastated. It would be like a horror film, no,
3: like sissy cat. I don't
4: want to see that. I do not want to see that. I put the little <laughs> box out. We <laughs> captured the mouse and we just walked oh, it no, down no. the street. I
3: thought that they might do that, but no, the cat or the the, uh, the mouse was. Um, <clears throat> Medit's its end.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, I'm just happy that he met it, his end in Classic Mike's office and right. not mine.
3: So here's the deal how how could a mouse get in? Fa- da-
4: and here's the thing: it we're was, six floors up, and it's in my drawer, yeah. in my desk. I don't know. I don't want to know how that happened.
3: Yeah, that's weird. I just appreciate you know the stalwart effect effort that that mouse had because if there's one mouse, then there's got to be a heck of a lot more
4: that's right so no more coconut snacks for me I mean the only thing first of all my drawer is so clean that you know you could go to sleep in there and feel really good about it I mean I cleaned that within an inch of its life once I realized a mouse had been in
3: there so I feel good
4: about it but I do have other snacks in there now that are are hermetically sealed
3: okay right. I've got a box a brand new box of Triscuits that I've not yet opened so I'm I'm kind of may I just take them home I think you should just to be safe
4: hey but there's good news
3: Hmm.
4: Not in spite of the mouse your weekend has begun oh yeah (laughs)
3: It is ten minutes past the five o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Truly, at least in this corner of the world, all is right and well. Happy Friday to everybody.
4: Huge Steeler win last night. Very fifty two nice. points, the most the Steelers have ever scored at Heinz Field. Excellent. Over Carolina, you know, contributing a t- twenty one pitiful points, fourteen nice. of which didn't even matter. No,
3: they didn't matter. I mean, who cares about them? And it I was, was weren't you was concerned? A- before the game started?
4: well, Yeah, and I was very concerned after the first drive when they went right down and scored seven. Right. I thought, oh, no, this is going to be
3: awful. And then after that,
4: was off to the races. Steelers scored two touchdowns in about 11 seconds. Yeah. It was tremendous. I can't wait to watch it again.
3: I mean, after all the anxious, ridden games earlier this season, it's nice to have a game where you kind of go, oh, okay, I'm just going to sort of hang out and watch. Especially over such a good team. Yes, very much.
4: Uh, ben Roethlisberger looked outstanding. Mm-hmm. A perfect game, quarterback-wise. Mm-hmm. Why is the quarterback rating not on a scale of
3: one hundred? I have no idea. The perfect
4: quarterback rating, as I remember, is one hundred and fifty-three point eight. What's that mean? Why could if you were picking the perfect score for a quarterback, how would you ever get to that? I have no idea. And why would you choose that?
3: So those wonky NFL guys—they know all those little insider things.
4: Anyway. Perfect game by Ben Roethlisberger. He he threw the ball to like you know sixteen different people. I don't even know how many. It was awesome. The offensive line gave him so much time. Yep. James Conner looked fabulous until he got a concussion, and then I think I was sleepy and missed it.
3: Well, what about what about the guy who got thrown out of the game? You missed that. Uh oh. Oh, you missed that. Oh yeah, you don't watch it. Okay, so Ben took off. He ran out of the pocket and went went downfield, maybe at least 20-plus yards. At the very end of the play, to avoid a collision, he slid. You know you what know right. they do? He slid. Feet S- first? Y- yep. And some guy out of nowhere came in and oh, boom. Oh, that's a personal foul. Whacked him in the head and smashed his head into the you know into the did ground. Did he get
4: thrown out for that?
3: Yes, he did. What? Yeah. I mean, I've watched, watched football forever and ever and ever. This is the first time I've ever seen a guy get thrown out of a game. Yeah, he was gone, and his roommates came over and you know patted him and showed him signs of you know support. He walked out the field into the tunnel, gone forever. I'm so much disappointed. Changed. I missed that. Yeah, it was wild.
4: I have to go back and watch it. Okay, so Mike didn't see it at all because he was trying to be like a good host for some people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, which trying to be nice. Okay, but over the weekend you're watching it, right? Oh, please oh, do, of course. Yes. I'm watching it again because it was so great. Well, and you I, know, what? I think I was sleepier in the fourth quarter than I thought.
3: The the game was interesting because it was so quick. The pace of the game was super fast. So the rules that have been tightened up as far as hitting and things like that, boom. I mean, that game is flying.
4: Okay, but let me ask you this. How annoying are those commercials that come on one side of your TV and you, you can watch what's going on on the other side of your TV? Right, right. What? is that about
3: It's to keep you with it's keep keep you in the game and the commercial breaks are much shorter so the game is still progressing. I don't mind that. It's, I don't mind it either. I no, no, no.
4: I despise it. No, it's no. so annoying to me. Every time it happens I get mad.
3: I like it. I, because the pace was so <laughs> quick last night. <laughs> was a really like good game on a lot of levels. How about the
4: weird – did you see the weird commercial where Joe Buck and Troy Aikman – Oh, that
3: was horrible. It was like, an embedded commercial yeah, with the Steeler fans. That's
4: exactly what it
3: was. And you're thinking, but oh, they the were game fa- is going on. But they were on.
4: fake Steeler fans. They didn't look like anybody no, 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 no. from here. No, it was horrible. They were fake Steeler. How about it- Mark Wahlberg? I didn't and that see Mark crazy
3: He showed up, and you know, he's like going Boston, and these poor Steeler fans who were there had to like suffer through that. Is that was that another ad? No, it was just him. You know, he, so he was here? by. Yeah, and he was touting the Red Sox, and that was the worst. Yeah, but from Boston, em- he can't help it. The embedded ad, which was really sur- what was it for? In the I end? don't
4: remember what it was. For. Like, it was see, for that's... towels. It was for no. It was for oh, Tide they were throwing laundry the, detergent. Yeah, that's
3: right. It was an embedded commercial. Yeah, because they were waving the terrible. T- I didn't like. It was it. so cheesy. I didn't
4: like it at all. No. All right. Okay. So we have something fun coming up, though. It's a new Friday feature. It's called Table Topics, and we're talking about interesting questions. We might want to hear your feedback. You might want to hear ours. It's coming up next. In the right time. <laughs>
9: 101.5 WORD.
2: Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New, new, new music. music from Mercy Me. Best news ever. It's not good news, it's the best news ever. Forever on Your Side by Need to Breathe. I'm on your side. And Survivor by Zach Williams.
14: I'm a survivor.
2: The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers.
1: 101.5 WORD on the weekend. At Grace Wellness Center, our philosophy is that we are called to thrive. We're always called to something bigger, something more. God is calling us, Aki. God is calling us. And you know what? I'm so looking forward to how we'll be able to bless others. I'm going to say this. This show has been such a blessing to me. You know my wife and kids will only listen to me if my voice is coming out of the radio. Is that right? (laughs) That's right. That's awesome. (laughs) I can't Maybe some other people will listen to us. Called to Thrive is right here on Word FM every Saturday at 930. Check us out. Join us. Are you in high school and thinking about your future or know someone who is? Consider nearby Geneva College. Geneva is a Christian college that prepares students for meaningful service and for their life's work. Geneva College believes that God's Word, in its entirety, is the starting point of all wisdom and knowledge, and their faculty are Christian scholars who are masters in their fields. Geneva has over 80 majors and programs in fields like accounting, nursing, cybersecurity, criminal justice, aviation, engineering, Christian ministry, and more, offering 18. Bar- Varsity Sports, 100 study abroad programs, and lots of club activities. US News and World Report consistently ranks Geneva a top 3 best value university in the Northeast. But don't take anyone's word about the quality of a Geneva education. Find out for yourself at a visit day where you can take a tour, sit in on a class, and meet faculty. You can register now for any of Geneva's visit days, including their open house November 17th, or even schedule a personal visit. Register at geneva.edu/visit. That's geneva.edu/visit. Hospice care is more than end-of-life care. At Good Samaritan Hospice, patients and their families find support to live each day to the fullest, at home or at their inpatient facilities in Wexford, Beaver, and Cabot. Good Samaritan Hospice, a mission of Concordia Lutheran Ministries, at concordialm.org. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org.
15: Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha from the Springhouse. You have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse.
3: Hey welcome back.
4: Is that the Friday feature music? I bet it
3: is. Very nice. Is. I mean, we've had such a brutal couple of weeks here. We figured we'd try something just a little lighter, a little more frivolous as our Friday, as this week comes to a close. Something we're calling table topics. Just a a few questions to spark conversation.
4: Ways for us to get to know one another.
3: (laughs) All right. Here's a question for you. Okay. With today's weather, as Mm. dismal as it is, Mm -hmm. in your mind, whenever the opportunity arises, like this weekend, what's the best way to spend a rainy weekend? Oh. It's a rainy weekend. Wait, do do I have
4: obligations? No, no. I have no obligations.
3: Clean slate. Or, you know, you could make that even further because, you know, there's some snow showers in the forecast for this evening, unfortunately.
4: First of all, it's horrible.
3: It is. But, you know, whenever you get snowed in, don't you love that feeling? I do. You got There's nowhere to go.
4: You can't do it. Nope. Even if you wanted to go somewhere, you can't.
3: Nope. Roads are too bad. Kids are off of school.
15: Mm-hmm.
3: So, how are you going to spend that time? Um, that's nice, isn't it? That's really nice. <sighs> I just like that feeling because it feels like it's forced in forced solitude.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: What would be even better in some ways is if you didn't have internet or cable and you were forced to be without media. Wouldn't that be even better? That After the initial shock and the longing for that connection, you thought, well, I'm just going to do something totally different.
4: Okay, so now you've altered the question. Now, what would I do with a rainy weekend if I had no internet? Or cable. Or cable. All right. Okay.
3: Are you going to clean?
4: No, I'm not going to clean.
3: Are you going to pay bills?
4: I am not paying bills. I promise you that. I'm not doing that. No, no. Oh, I, I'll tell you one thing I for sure am doing, and that is wearing my pajamas. Mm-hmm. I believe very strongly in my pajamas.
3: All weekend long.
4: That I got a goodwill. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what you say about it, John. I feel good about my pajamas. I got Someone a goodwill. Those things, that's all. Uh, okay, so I would do that. And I would I would pull a book out of my bookcase that had no real redeeming value.
3: You mean like a fluff? Uh,
4: not necessarily a fluff, but it would be a solid piece of fiction. Okay. It's nothing nonfiction. It's nothing that I need to learn or know. It's nothing that I need to absorb. It's a good story, so that could be a great work of literature if it's a great story. Like Jane Eyre is a great story, yeah, right. So it's just a great Pride and Prejudice is a great story, okay. But I'm not reading Tessa of the D'Urbervilles because I'm sorry, I don't oh think I don't goodness, think that's gracious. a great story. Right. I know it has value, it's not my favorite, so a, I'm not reading that.
3: I read a book like that recently. Well, no, don't judge me on this. Okay, a Stephen King novel.
4: Oh, I've never read a Stephen King novel.
3: This was not a, a piece of horror. This was a piece of imaginative fiction, and I think it's November. I think it's called November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, which is the date that JFK was killed. Mm. And it was a and perfect, the same day that
4: C.S. Lewis died,
3: right? And Aldous Huxley died. Perfect rainy day or rainy weekend book because it was really fascinating, great storytelling, and then just kind of let it go, just fluff. Did you enjoy that? I loved it so much Uh because you know what it involved? Time travel. A guy worked in a hamburger stand and somebody else bought the hamburger stand, discovered at the back of the store this hole in the wall. And as he uncovered the hole in the wall and crawled into it, he went deeper and deeper into a tunnel and then came up on the other side, which was like early November or somewhere in that bulk before the assassination took place. Was he in Dallas? Yeah. And so he realized like, oh, so he went and visited Lee Harvey Oswald's house. First, he stalked it out and saw Lee Harvey Oswald with his wife. Was he
4: tempted to try to stop it?
3: That's what the whole book's about. It's a great story. Really great. And he would come and go, come and go, come and go, come. So he would spend like a month, you know, in in november of 1963 come back out not a minute had gone by in real time i like the sound of that that's a great book fun book
4: i think i'd read a book by michael connelly michael connelly writes the harry bosch books he's probably my favorite crime writer oh he's not probably he is my favorite crime writer i'm not i don't read crime novels oh okay i really love there i mean it's It's a mystery that needs to be solved. I mean, it's not a mystery in the classic sense, like an Agatha Christie type of thing. Right, right, right. It's more, it's gritty, it's grittier than that, but it's just the intersection of, you know, good and evil is basically what it
3: is. Mm -hmm. So, are these stories, do they involve a detective? Yep, one detective. Yep. So, you're following Mm -hmm. along the path.
4: There are probably 18 books, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I think I would do that. In fact, I've got, and I would go back and read, because I've read them all up Wait, to this point. Are I'm these up, current? I'm, they're, they've been written, I mean, the last one came out maybe eight months ago. I see. But they've been, he's been writing them a
3: good 15 years. See, I don't get that. I, you know, this whole sort of explosion of CSI and that kind of thing, that has no appeal to me.
4: Well, CSI, if you're thinking about that show, has absolutely no connection I, to this type of book. Okay. Yeah, it's not like that. I mean, there's, the complexity of CSI is not remotely comparable to the complexity of a Michael Conley book. How and so? plus the character development. I mean, just the crimes are much more complex and they're much more far reaching and they have deeper ethical questions that are asked and he, the, you know, the main character is complex and interesting and fighting his own personal issues and but you get to know him after all these, you
3: know, draw right. all these books. How about is there a genre? I'm sure there is. A genre of Christian fiction?
4: Well, I haven't read a lot of Christian fiction, but I'll tell you one I really like. There's a, there's a writer I really like. Her name has just slipped my mind, but she wrote The Mark of the Lion uh, trilogy. What is her name? She's a terrific writer. And, and
3: so it's set when Right. Around the time well, of Mark Christ? of the
4: Lion is uh is about the siege of Jerusalem and the initial generation of the very first Christians.
3: And it's it's is it based upon real events yes. or is it total fiction? It's to, well, it's historical fiction. Historical. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. right. That's fascinating. Uh, the Francine mind- Rivers, that's her name. Okay. so She, she wrote she's- The
4: Atonement Child. She wrote The Mark of the Lion. She, she's written a ton of books. She's a very good writer. She, that's really the only Christian fiction I think I've ever read. I've not read. read any
3: of it. But yeah. I know it's a genre that's popular for, uh, among a lot of believers. Yeah. Christian fiction. That's mm-hmm. a very interesting mind yeah. to sit and talk with someone who's a, a, a Christian fiction writer.
7: Yeah.
4: If you've never read anything by Francine I Rivers, have. boy, I'll tell you uh, – I've never looked at the siege of Jerusalem the same way as I oh, d- really? did after reading that book. The very first chapter is where she talks about the actual siege, and it's just so unthinkable what those people suffered.
3: Francine Rivers. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So for a, a, a rainy weekend, you're going to hang out and read. Yeah,
4: but because you told me I had no internet, no so internet. I can't do that, and I can't watch cable. Shut
3: down. You, you do have, you know, you do have heat and you do have light. Okay. Would you be in the kitchen at all? Yeah, I'd be that, in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. I'd make something good for dinner. Oh, yeah.
4: I mean, I wish I was in a better kitchen than the one I have, but That's it'd still fun, be enjoyable. I was in your
3: kitchen last week. It's fine.
4: It's just so inefficient for workspace. Don't you think? I mean, there is none. So there's three feet. Well, I mean, there's that. Yeah.
3: But, you know, you have to work with the hand you're dealt with.
4: I know. Right? As my daughter tells me every, every time, Mom, you're the one who makes this kitchen so bad because you complain about it all the time.
3: Oh, oh, oh. Mike? Oh. A rainy weekend, Mike? Uh, No internet. No internet. No cable. No No cable. Nothing, Mm -hmm. man. Okay. You're unplugged.
7: All right. Then I'd bust out my paintbrushes.
3: Oh. (laughs) I'd
7: turn on some Bob Ross. Uh Uh-huh.
3: No, you can't turn on Bob Ross because you have no internet.
7: No. You have have no cable. VHS tapes. He has VHS tapes. Bob Ross. Mike has VHS VHS tapes of Bob Ross.
3: Mike, you know what? I what? would pay big bucks to see you get a perm. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bob Ross, to me, Bob Ross would sort have of had like the perfect perm for a guy.
15: He did.
7: It was completely circular. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was. And it, he had, he had a pet squirrel. Bob Ross
3: had a pet yeah. squirrel?
7: Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah.
3: What? Who came for a visit once in a while?
7: Yeah. He'd, he'd show up in his hair.
3: <laughs> no, you're making that up.
7: No, I'm not. His huh? name is Peapod.
3: Peapod, the pet Is that squirrel. true? Yeah. Really?
7: I don't know if I believe Mike. Uh, I'm serious.
3: Wait, uh, our friend Megan said, hey, Kath, try Dee Henderson's books. She's a Christian fiction writer, but all of her books are crime slash mystery.
7: Oh, Dee right. Henderson. Yeah. Thanks for the text,
3: Thanks, Meg. Okay, Mike, so a uh, little Bob Ross. Oh, oh, yeah. What sort of a painting do you uh, find yourself in?
7: Oh, well, right now I'm trying out the, the uh, wintry scene.
3: Oh. So I'm using uh-huh. a lot of
7: uh, a light blue and dark blue.
3: No, wait. no, this is not paint by numbers, right?
7: No. <laughs> did you ever I mean, pa- I think that's insulting
4: to no, Bob no, no, Ross. Wait, wait, wait
3: Did you ever do paint by numbers as a kid? Because uh, I did.
4: <laughs> well, that's not Bob Ross, though. No, I mean, it's Bob not.
3: Ross. But, you know, you know, I'm saying, no? Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. Poor Bob.
3: Fun. Poor Bob. No, no. Bob, you know. Geez. I think he had a very productive career. I mean,
4: this isn't like painting a horse with, like, 13 color oh, palettes.
3: Oh, I love that kind of paint by numbers stuff. That was really... <laughs> You'd feel like an artist.
7: Sorry, Mike. I feel like he just limited your your right. rainy day activity. Right, so, Mark.
3: So, Mike. Then you do he have did. some artistic ability there with the paints. I,
7: I try. I try as best I can. That's
3: yeah. That's half the battle. You, you know, try, mm-hmm.
7: right? I think it's okay. Yeah, I'll I, show you some pictures. Oh, really? I'll take you will you sure.
3: Oh, we have to post those on Facebook. Oh my Facebook gosh, I right want away. to see those immediately. Yeah, no. please do. Bring them in. It's kind of How about we do like a mic, a new mic gallery? <gasps> look, at our, not, look at our wall. We
4: could, we have a black wall here. We oh, could just post. Be, or we could have a feature per month.
3: Nice. There you go. So
4: we, gaze upon.
3: Maybe the three of us could like involve ourselves in some, you know, art, show our artistic endeavors. Oh
7: great. I could bring some of my uh, blueprints. Have you ever went to one of those paint parties? Uh-huh. Oh no no no, 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 no,
3: no, no. Have you, no. have you, have you, you done that? Like
7: you, you, you're sounding like you're, you you want to poo-poo it? No, no, I don't want to poo-poo it. No, no, I no not at all. I just, I'm
3: sure it's great fun and great community. No, but I, that's yeah, not me.
4: It's not. No. I don't think it's me. Either. I have
3: no artistic. As far as that's concerned, you I have a ton relaxing.
7: of artistic ability. No, no, no yes, but that, you do,
3: John. That that thing, yeah. that painting thing. I got. I have no. I connected. think you would
7: do better than you think.
3: No. I got nothing, seriously.
4: What if we all sponsored John and just sent him?
3: Oh, please do not.
4: (laughs) That would be so funny. No,
3: I would be so self-consciously embarrassed. (laughs) And he's not
4: allowed to pull out his phone and escape.
3: Oh, no, I can't do that. He's not allowed. No, no. What are those things called, the little painting parties? I don't know but that's big that's still a big deal oh isn't yeah it? of
4: course mm-hmm.
3: your wife's done that a bunch of times one time we were in we were visiting relatives i i uh, i think we were in Charleston. and it's my wife's brother and you know we were walking around let's go have lunch and i was like oh look at this place it's, it's empty the restaurant's empty i went in and i was like could i have a table please for you know for like six or eight of us the guy was like this is a painting place and we're, and i was like oh <laughs> Well, no wonder there's nobody in here.
4: Was he serving chop suey? Uh,
3: I wish he would have. I'd have sat down right away. Okay, so what was the goal? The question was, what would you like to do on a rainy weekend? Right, exactly. Mike's going to do a little Bob Ross painting.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm going to read a Michael Connelly book.
3: Yeah. What am I doing? What are you doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sitting at home.
4: You're what? the one that asked the question. Don't you have an answer?
3: No, I really don't. <laughs>
4: Well, you better think of it because there's going to be a time in your life when you don't have cable, pal.
3: Hmm, all right. So what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to sing along with a song.
11: <laughs>
3: <laughs> not really. We'll take a break, come back. we got more ahead. the ground Oh, we're going to talk about uh, 21 books you don't have to read. All right?
4: In case it's not rainy.
3: Yeah, stay with us. It's the Friday edition of The Ride Home. We're just exhausted by the sadness of the world so instead we choose to engage in frivolity today we hope that you're enjoying what's going on and stick around with us be back in a minute
14: This is Mike Howard for Word FM, here to tell you about an awesome opportunity to attend Teal College in nearby Greenville, Pennsylvania for an extremely discounted investment without discounting the educational experience. More on that in a moment. Teal College was founded in 1866 as a co-educational institution in western Pennsylvania. Teal is an independent liberal arts college rooted in the Lutheran tradition, offering distinctive programs in the arts and humanities, social and natural sciences, and professional studies, together with engaging co-curricular and athletic opportunities. Teal College provides an accessible and inclusive learning environment that emphasizes service to society. Teal's residential campus offers a safe and supportive setting in which to grow and learn. Word FM is pleased to offer a tuition voucher to a brand new student at Teal College at half price. Yes, half price. That is almost $15,000 in savings. Call me today, Mike Howard, to find out more. 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500.
11: Is your car ready for winter? Get the jump on Jack Frost.
3: Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville has everything you need to protect against the elements inside and out. From spray-on bedliners to rust-proofing, weather tech floor liners to extreme detailing. And now, through November 15th, get up to 50 bucks off from remote starters during their preseason sale while supplies last. Extreme
1: Car and Truck in Bridgeville. 40 years for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org.
13: Any rain in the area will come to an end early on this evening, remaining rather cloudy tonight, increasingly windy and colder, with a snow shower around late tonight, the low 23. Tomorrow, a morning flurry or two, otherwise windy and cold, with clouds and sun, the height is 34. Low tomorrow night 22, partly sunny and chilly Sunday, high 42. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Nittle on 101.5 Word FM.
3: Okay, so it's not supposed to rain all weekend long, which is a very good thing. Because clearly we've had a a heck of a lot of rain this year, haven't we? So um, things to do this weekend. What what, what are you going to do out and about? Uh, Out and about. I sound like a a true Pittsburgher. Um, things to do this weekend. You know, the uh, the Pittsburgh Symphony is going to commemorate the centennial of the armistice. They'll pay tribute to Americans' veterans Friday through Sunday at Heinz Hall, stirring Sousa Spectacular's favorite footlifters, inspiring anthems, and top 40 hits, the Pittsburgh Symphony. You know, it, it's amazing, isn't it, uh, to think that this is, is – today. today's the 10th? Yeah, today's the 10th. So, t- I'm sorry, today's the ninth. Um, so, Sunday is the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I. What a bloody, horrific thing. Did you study World War I when you were in school? I mean, holy smokes. Do you know up until the very last minute on the 11th day of the 11th month, the 11th minute when the armistice was signed, up until that very last minute, men were still killing each other in Europe. I mean, the, uh, the last American to die apparently was rushing to his friends to tell them about a meal that they were going to serve once the armistice had been signed, and he was killed by a German sniper. I mean, when you think about the the bloodlust of, of that moment. There was so many people who came, wanted to continue to fight armistice or not. That uh, the generals had to, uh, you know, threaten court-martials on the uh, men within their ranks. Stop, stop the killing of each other. That's what what it was like on November eleventh, nineteen eighteen. Okay, so I'm sorry, I, I sort of ran down a bunny trail. So the symphony is doing a musical tribute to the uh, the centennial of the armistice. Uh, the Pittsburgh Cultural Trust is going to do something Saturday night. The um, the Promenade and the Pavilion enjoy the finest culture and cuisine and company at the inaugural Promenade, so, sort of gathering downtown. And also there's uh, public art as well. There's a lot of things that are going on in and around the city, despite the poor weather this weekend. We're going to go to the pit game tomorrow night, or tomorrow afternoon, 3.30 at Heinz Field. I'm taking my son, and we're going to, you know, hail Pitt, because the game does mean something, uh, that... Uh, Pitt would get ahead into the um, the rankings and find themselves in a, a bowl game as well. So look forward to that. Hey, uh, speaking of sports, the, the Pens, the Pittsburgh Penguins, today they presented a check to the um, to the Jewish Federation of Greater Pittsburgh. Three hundred and forty eight thousand seven hundred and five dollars was raised by the Pens and their fans. They started out with a fifty thousand dollar pledge, and of course, it just snowballed. I mean, this is fabulous. You think about um, the people who were still in the hospital and all the uh, insurmountable hospital bills that they had to cover. So those people now can rest easy uh, on the other end of that horror to think that they don't have to worry about their hospital bills. So that's fabulous. You know, we say this again and again. Pittsburgh is a tremendously, tremendously generous town. So thanks to everybody who was part of that effort as well. Okay. Hey, we'll take a quick break. Come back. we got a lot more ahead. It's the um, the ride home here today. And we're just, because it's been so brutal these past couple of weeks, we're hanging out and we're just enjoying ourselves. So stick around. Catherine, I'll be with you on the flip side.
15: 101.5
9: WORD.
2: The top five answers are on the board to this question. Name a common excuse or reason that people give for not believing the Bible.
0: That's Pastor James McDonald from Walk in the Word Radio.
2: I have my own source of truth.
0: To read more about his answer, download a free digital copy of God Wrote a Book. Pastor James clarifies the misconceptions that surround the infallibility, reliability, and historicity of the Bible. God Wrote a Book, yours free now. Now, when you go to wordfm.com
1: book, people who are looking to finish their basement are usually crammed for space or have a special need that they don't have the room for. Energy Swing's total basement finishing system is the fastest, easiest way to turn your unfinished basement into something spectacular.
0: We have a great system that within two weeks, we can convert your unused space to something beautiful, like an office, a gym, home theater, or just a place for the kids to spend their time. It's a pre-engineered system. That installs very quickly and looks great when it's done. It's a premium system because it's premium performance. It's not drywall, which is one of the worst products you can use in a basement. This is a high end performing system. It has a lifetime guarantee against mold, mildew, that won't absorb moisture, and looks great when it's done. We can turn your unused basement space into something beautiful
1: within two weeks. Right now, get $1,200 off any total basement finishing project with 5% off over and above any current offer for Word listeners only. Visit energyswingwindows.com. Hey, when you were in college, did you do work study?
11: Yeah,
4: I did a pit.
3: I did too. And... <laughs> For me, I mean, work study was hard work. I mean, you know, you, you're getting paid minimum wage, and you're doing the grunt work. So mm-hmm. my uh, my oldest boy's up at uh, Grove City College. He's a junior, and since he's been there, this is not the glamorous thing. I mean, you know, work study. He's working in the dish the dish room in the cafeteria.
4: You sure that's not glamorous? No,
3: for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. (laughs) And I know this kid; he Mm. he humps hard. That's rough. He's a hard worker, and he is scraping plates and then cleaning all that stuff that comes his way. Yuck. That's rough. But I said to him, you know, the other day, hey, you know, you could take a day off, and you know. And he goes, "No, Dad, I got to show up because those guys are counting on me." Did he say that? Yeah. Plus, we laugh a lot, and quite honestly, it's Uh kind of fun. So kudos to him that that hard work is embedded in him. It's something in his life that he wants to be part of at Grove City College, doing the work-study thing. Yeah. But it goes beyond that, right? Yeah,
4: because my daughter isn't doing work-study. She had a different experience this weekend. I think she, you know, talking to her via text, she probably slept a grand total of eight hours between... Thursday and Sunday because she had a major paper due, she had a big test, and she was just out. and She's also swimming um, on the swim team there, and it's and she had a meet in Fredonia, New York. Anyways, just a lot of things coming together, very very little sleep. But here's the thing I noticed when I was texting with her this morning, is that, I mean, I remember pulling all nighters when I was a pit student, yeah, um, and I got the assignments done and. You know, okay, good to go. But I think there's something different about Grove City students because when she finished this really, really tough weekend, there, there was actual learning that happened through her studying.
3: You mean it wasn't from a it book? It wasn't
4: just, I mean it was from a book, but it wasn't just the book. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, there, so she has, you know, invested all these hours in getting these assignments done. And of course, the assignments are done and that's job one. But I really think that she has mastered concepts that cause her to look at the world differently in a way that I, I just don't think a lot of my assignments did when I was in college. I
3: love it. So at Grove City College, I know this hard work means something. Plus, there's a great community and laughter as well. Your kid, check it out. Highly recommended on the web at gcc.edu. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience MyPillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two MyPillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code WORD to start enjoying the best sleep of your life or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit mypillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. If you are a, a parent of a child, preteen, well, God bless you. Because my guess is, like a lot of us who's had preteen children, lovely conversations, lots of fun, wonderful exchanges, vibrancy. And then your teenagers, especially boys, reach a certain age, and it's like somebody flicks a switch. And all information, all conversation, all, all that, the things that we used to thrive on, disappear, depart. And from my case, and I think most people's seemingly, it will never return. You're in a long, dark valley of what is going on in that boy's life or that girl's life. I wonder about that often. So Anna Mead Harris is with us. Anna Mead's a a single mom of three almost grown sons. She's the Rooted Blog parent editor, the preministerial scholars coordinator at Samford University, the author of Fresh Faith, topical devotions and scripture-based prayers for college students. She blogs at SoLove.com, uh, wrote an article which struck to the heart of me, Why is it so hard to get a teen to talk? Anna, that's the question for the ages, is it not? Welcome.
4: Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Anna, we want to talk about the uh, the conversation that you detailed for us online with your oldest son. Now, I, I need to start out by saying that this Conversation which ended up to be so good between you and him actually happened in real time on Google Docs while you were sitting on the same couch. Is this true? It,
8: it, that's exactly how we got going with it. Um, he and I were talking about this topic, and he was fumbling for words, and I was struggling with how to frame the questions. And just by sheer inspiration, we sat down and did it this way. And honestly, once we started talking this way, it probably took 20 minutes for the whole conversation to happen. So. Wow.
3: So then let's talk about this. You wrote to your son this question, why is it so hard for parents to get their teens to talk to them? And then your son said what?
8: Uh, did you talk to your parents when you were a kid? <laughs> Was his immediate response. And, uh, very astute. To be honest, probably not. You know, mm. I don't necessarily remember it that way, uh, and I was a girl, obviously, but I probably didn't talk to them as much as I want my sons to talk to me. Uh-huh. So, in fairness, I've probably misremembered that a little bit. Okay. Um, and then I think also, as with this conversation in, in real time, sometimes it's hard to know how to get started. How do you get to those things you really want to know Um, because a lot of times you can't just dive in the deep end and get them to open up their hearts right away. And so I think it's important to kind of wade in. And um, I think what was helpful to me that Max said is, is starting with something like um, he used the example of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers starting with something neutral that, you know, that they're interested in um, can really, it just takes the pressure off and, and then letting a lot of conversations sort of not go deeper, um, you know, talk about the Green Bay Packers and end with the Green Bay Packers, you know, so that every conversation doesn't have to be a big, big, heavy, meaningful. Um, I think that if you have more of those sort of just Fluff. talking about what they're interested in, they are more likely to go deep sometimes.
4: Right. Right. Now, tell us the kinds of things that you wanted to talk to your son about. Like, what kinds of things did you want to know?
8: Well, I wanted to know why he was in a bad mood, or um, if he and his girlfriend were on the outs, or if he was, you know, what he was thinking about college, or how he felt about, you know, the football game he just played, Um, you know. I wanted to know what he was thinking and how he was feeling about the events that I could see externally, but couldn't get to what was going on about those things
12: internally. Right.
3: Now, that's exactly it. When you're you're recounting that list, Anna, I'm thinking, yes, that's exactly what I want to know from my teenage sons. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem is, how do you get there, right? Um, So, in some ways... um, uh, and I don't know if this was you, I, 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 again, in general generalizations, I'm always kind of thinking, I'm on the outside looking in, and I would like to peel that back, but I get sort of like anxious because I don't know or disconcerted because I am on the outs mm-hmm. or angry because I am on the outs. I'm sort of fighting my own emotions until I can even get in front of his emotions, which really doesn't prepare me to be in front of his emotions.
8: I think that's a really good point, and for me, as a single mom, I was particularly worried that if I wasn't hearing what was going on inside them, then no one was, um, and uh, so my desire to connect sort of translated into anxiety, and yeah. the more anxious I am with my kids, the less likely they are to talk to me. One friend gave me great advice years ago, keep it playful, and to the extent that you can't be anxious and playful yeah. at the same time. And, um, you know, you can't relax and be anxious at the same time. And for me, the, the verse in Philippians that says that uh, being confident of this, he who began a good work in you or in my child will complete it. Mm. And I would sit there and rehearse that in my head over and over again, sometimes with my kids saying, God has my child. And that helps me relax. And then I can be playful or I can have fun or I cannot take it personally when they shut me down. Mm,
11: that's good.
3: Anna Mead Harris is with us. Anna Mead's a, a single mom of three almost grown sons. She's the Rooted Blog parent editor, the preministerial scholars coordinator at Samford University, the author of Fresh Faith, Topical Devotions and Scripture-Based Prayers for College Students. She blogs at SoLove.com. Tell
4: us what Mac says or how he responds when he walks in the door after school or after practice or whatever he's doing and you say, hey, how was your day?
8: (laughs) Good. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Good. And then he plops his stuff down and gets ice cream and goes to his room and that's it. That's it. And, you know, I just can't wait to know how he feels about everything. And I think um, it's also important to know each child individually For example, my third child, he will come and sit right down and tell me a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, being available to listen is another thing to be conscious of. You know, I need to be sure that I can set aside a few minutes for him every time when he walks in the door because he's ready to talk. And so meeting each child individually where they are is another skill. And for Mac, I had to let him process for a while before he wanted to say anything to me.
3: So, Anna, because you had success with this Google Docs conversation, I'm supposing that you're going to go back to this
14: again.
8: Well, honestly, it's funny you should say that. Uh, I've been working today on some other questions that uh, parents would like to know about their teens, and hopefully I can um, do this Google Docs thing again with him or one of my other boys and get some more answers for us from the other side.
4: Now, Anna, that's interesting because I think that our first reaction is that technology is bad. And that's the thing that's getting in in the way of our communication anyway. But you're saying, look, let's use the tools that are available to us.
8: Oh, definitely, definitely. And honestly, with I have two sons in college. Technology's been great because texting, I can just sort of tap them on the shoulder and say, Hey, you know, and they can say, Hey back. And it doesn't have to be anything big and heavy. Um, but then they're more ready to talk. Mm -hmm. If I haven't, you know, had to have a lot of long phone conversations, they are ready to talk when we do have a phone conversation.
3: So those two boys are in college. Are they away at college? Or are they still close by?
8: Oh, they're they're several states away okay. of them. now they're an hour apart from each other but they're far from me
3: so then the, that process that you you're going through with Mac obviously you've had some sort of measure of that same uh, same pattern with your other two sons and Mac sees that and now all of a sudden you know next year whenever Mac leaves you're gonna be an empty nester and trying to oh
8: wait no
4: Mac's your
3: oldest one right Mac is the
8: oldest one but oh, yes I will I will be an empty nester next um, year. Uh, in, two years, okay. in two years.
4: Okay, so your other two boys, though, you said your younger son is willing to talk all the time. Um, have, have you, I don't know how else to say it, like, do you feel like you're getting better at this? Since Mac was your oldest and you kind of practice <laughs> mm-hmm. on him, are you better communicated with the other two kids?
8: I, I sure hope so. I'm so much more comfortable knowing that this, this teenage uh, silence it dissipates over time, so. and yeah. we have such a better connect. It was never bad, but it was just kind of distant, and um, it, it, we have such a better connection now, my college boys and I. Yeah. Um, ben has always been more forthcoming. That's his personality. That's my youngest. That's his personality, and I may be better at it, but I may just be enjoying a uh, – Poor talkative child,
3: too. Good. I mean, I know this is an age-old malady, right? But it still surprised me, and I still struggled with it not being a personal thing because, like I said, when you first came and joined us, Anna, it, it felt as though someone flipped the switch, and my boy was gone, the boy that I loved and I knew that I talked to and played with and hung out and we did all kind of fun things together. All of a sudden, that was gone, and I was like, what have I done? I mean, it's – so I, – I, at least having other conversations with other parents and thinking, okay, I'm not alone in this. This is not about me. This is not going to be a cataclysmic end of relationship forever. It's just right. a phase like everything else. And eventually we'll come back and establish new relationships as adults.
8: I think they need to separate themselves. Sure. And then they come back and it's actually better if we can let them go a little bit. They're they're much more willing and eager to come back and be connected Mm -hmm. if we have been comfortable letting them go. And the only way, like I said, I can get comfortable with that is knowing that God still has them.
4: Well, I'll tell you, we just appreciate you sharing this. I just I like the fact that you weren't writing an article and kind of preaching a sermon. You were actually just demonstrating how the conversation went. And kind of by the end, you guys can all draw your crone crazy conclusions because you've got your own things with your own kids. I, I like that a lot.
8: Well, thank you. Um, it was actually a lot of fun to sit there and do that with him. We enjoyed it.
3: Outstanding. Annameed Harris, uh, she blogs, really a great blog, so love, which is S-O-W-love.org.
1: How do you celebrate faith, family, and fun? How about on eight wheels? Word FM Skate Nights are coming to Neville Rollerdrome beginning Monday, December 3rd. Join host Kenny Woods every first Monday of the month and enjoy your favorite CCM hits with prizes and giveaways, 6.30 to 9 p.m. You could even win a free skate night for your family. Admission is $7. Skate rental, just three more. Details at SkateNRD.com. Word FM Skate Nights at Neville Rollerdrome at SkateNRD.com.
2: Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But Word FM and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our Tuition Solution Specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. Got issues with youth or high school
1: sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit, offers more than a 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. Visit PCADevZone.org.
3: Say today, Point State Park. There was a, a gathering of people who were together in unity to support the Jewish community in the events of the massacre at the Tree of Life Synagogue almost two weeks ago. And uh, some Hollywood luminaries showed up: Tom Hanks among them, Michael Keaton. Uh, the weather was so horrible. Uh, several hundred people, reportedly, and this is from the Trib, showed up. But, of course, if the weather wouldn't have been so bad, uh, many, many more would have showed up. I, I don't know about you, but uh, aren't you exhausted by this? I mean, What happened yesterday in California? You know, as we end our week here, I, let me just offer a prayer. Wherever you are right now, just please join me in this. Lord Jesus, we come before you with broken hearts, humble in our Desperation to find peace first in our own lives and ultimately with you and your Father and the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, as this work week ends and as we leave our jobs and find our way back to the sanctity of our homes with our families, Lord, please be with us. Please bless this listening audience, all of Pittsburgh and Western Pennsylvania, this whole area, to come to you in peace and gratitude for your salvation and what you've given us on the
0: cross. Amen. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications.